Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and this week it's my pleasure to interview my friend Jenny Boss and talk about all things rest. Uh Uh-oh, ouch, yes, if you're like me, this one hits way too close to home, but in a good way. So let's check it out, my interview with Jenny, starting now. Hello and welcome back to The Known Podcast. Today, it's my joy to introduce you to a friend of mine. We've known each other many years. We'll have to dig back into that, but please welcome my friend Jenny Boss. Jenny, thank you for being here today. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Yeah, Jenny, um, I want to say, gosh, let's see, when would we have met? Like, What year would this have been? I'm trying to think. Okay, so 2015, because that's when Josephine was born, my wow. daughter. Wow. Okay. Yes. okay, okay. So a minute here now. That's yes. awesome. And where are you joining us from today? You're in a hotel room, you said? Yes. So I'm in actually in Leesburg. Uh, my grandfather had a triple uh, bypass surgery today. So yes. Wow. Wow. And is doing well, God willing, hopefully. Doing amazing. Doing absolutely Good. amazing. So Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Jenny, I know you, but for people who don't know you, will you give them 30-second blurb of who you are? Yes. Okay. So my name is Jenny Boss. I am a pastor. I'm the campus pastor at Journey Church in Fern Park, Florida, which is Orlando area. Um, I also have my own private practice as a pastoral counselor. And so I'm a licensed pastoral counselor. So I, uh, I'm a pastor of the church. And then I do a little counseling on the side. And then personally, I am a mom of four daughters. Wow. Uh, so my <laughs> life is crazy, but I'm also engaged. Oh, um, amazing. amazing. I know. I'm so excited. I actually get married Countdown. June. Oh, yeah. That's soon. So soon. Like we just moved in. Well, I didn't move in yet. He's just moved sure. into our new house. Yeah. And so I know. Wow. I'm so um, yeah. Okay. And because it's the Gnome Podcast, we have to ask any pets in your life. Okay. So I knew you were going to ask me this. <laughs> and so, okay. All listeners, please still love me and don't log off. Um, <laughs> I do not have any pets. Okay. Nor do I want, I'm not really an animal person. Okay. That's okay. No, listen, it takes all time. <laughs> all right. Yes, it's all right. right. <laughs> we were all overrun by pets. What would our friends with allergies do? You know, yes. so my kids to. always ask me, or if anybody asks me my favorite animal, I say unicorn because they don't <laughs> exist. So <laughs> we have met maybe the first very strict non-animal person on the known podcast. <laughs> was there, I mean, was there like a childhood trauma, like something that happened? Did you lose? Oh, yes. Like, oh, absolutely. That's a whole nother podcast. Okay. Okay. percent stems from my trauma. So yes. <laughs> We're going to unpack this later. I like it. I like it. Well, Jenny, you know, I brought you on today. We love and believe in counseling. We, um, I always tell people that are, you know, going through, I feel like sort of more in my parents' generation, uh, counseling wasn't talked about, medication wasn't talked about. It was more like, hey, you've got a problem, like, get on your knees and pray. And of right. course, you should get on your knees and pray. But I love the practical one-two punch of the spiritual and the practical. So I believe greatly in counseling. I see a counselor myself, not as often as I should, particularly with a crazy world that's been going on right now. But I believe in it. And today, you know, when I brought you on to talk, you had sent me a list of topics and rest popped mm-hmm. out at me and scared me, honestly. But <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about rest. Are we as a whole doing a good job at rest as women, as moms? Like, are we killing this? Oh, yeah, we're terrible. (laughs) 
We are terrible at this. And I think one of the biggest things that I will point everyone back to first is it's one of the 10 commandments. Mm. We're supposed to take a Sabbath and it's like all those other commandments. It's like, Oh yeah, of course we do these things. But then you get to the Sabbath and everybody's like, yeah, but mm, I don't, not really that one. Right. Why? Why do you think? Well, it's the culture, you know? And I mean, we could go down deep into the spiritual side of it and what the enemy wants to do and all that stuff. But the culture is hustle. The culture is we have to hustle in order to get done what we want to get done. And we all feed into that so easily. And with the way the world is now too, with the instant gratification and all this Mm -hmm. stuff, it's like, there's no option other than to hustle. I mean, for myself, I'm a mama for and have been a single mama for, for three years now. Yeah. Uh, full-time campus pastor. Um, I've got my side business of my private practice as well as I, so I'm licensed through uh, the National Christian Counselors Association while I'm also going back to school. So I'm getting my master's as well to be licensed through the state. I want to have both sides. Yes. Um, and so I am a busy woman, but I, I take like a, just to kind of give you a glimpse into my life, I, I pretty much take like the Jewish Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. So sundown on Friday evening, mm. I... I shut down like all no work, no more. And then to sundown Saturday. And so that is my time. How long have you been doing that? So I originally started doing Sabbath on Fridays and I would take my whole day Friday. And that was probably about four years ago that I started that. Okay. And then when I met my fiance, I switched it because my Sabbath was only me. My kids were still at school. So I still had to do the pickup line. And then I met him. He was still at work. So it kind of didn't really feel like a Sabbath anymore because there's still stuff. So I switched it when I met him. And so now it's the, we, we spend the time as a family. And so that's been about a year and a half that I've been doing it at that capacity. So talk us through what that 24 hours looks like and entails. Well, it, in the beginning, when I first started it, it really started as like this um, self-pampering day, um, which I don't think is bad, um, but it just was this day of just really taking care of myself. But it has kind of evolved over time Mm. to become more of a God-honoring day. Mm, And so, yeah, there's some self-pampering because like I am his creation. And so I want to honor him through my body and taking care of myself. Um, But it now looks a lot more like we spend time with my girls Mm -hmm. and like, we're not watching television shows that, you know, we're not putting on movies all day long. We're spending time together. Um, We only listen to Christian music during that time just to really focus. And uh, my fiance yells at me all the time because like, even though I am a counselor and also a pastor, like, you know how this is, sometimes that doesn't turn off you know, there's, there's needs that people have. And so sometimes I'll start talking about work or something like that in front of him. And he'll be like, ah, it's Sabbath. Like you're not even allowed to think about it. No working, but also no stressing. You know, and, and so- you mentioned the the Jewish Sabbath. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just meant they were extremely liturgic about this. Yeah. Like, I mean, they took this seriously. This was like Absolutely. the minutia of it, you know, not even uh, preparing your food so you wouldn't even have to go, like all these different things that were like really serious. I don't even think we know what that is no. as a society. And I, I think our, you mentioned care, and I do think I've kind of grown to despise the term self-care, which is bad because I'm not against it, but it just somehow became like going to Target and, uh, you know, which, hey, I love Target. But I mean, self-care, like true self-care 
is yeah. not a Netflix binge again, you know, Target, eating crappy food. Like, I feel like that got really hijacked. Don't you think? Like, true oh, versus rest. Yeah, like you're speaking what is in my brain because when that's why I say it kind of evolved because that's how it started for me. And girl, I love me some Target. Like, do not let me get lost in a Target. Uh, but that's not what it's about. It's about God and it's about honoring Him. And then through this, through focusing on God, His creation, my family, what He's blessed me with, that's where I find my mental rest. So yeah. that when the next day comes and I get back to the grind, I'm refreshed and rejuvenated. Like, because I've been in his presence. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's true. What is your uh, relationship like with your phone and the relationship with your phone to rest? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, do not disturb and yeah. time limits is key and my best friend. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes I get annoyed at it. So I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes, so I have an Instagram limit of how long I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So the two of them combined, which I feel like this might shock some people. I get 30 minutes a day, the two combined. Yeah. And that's it. And sometimes I will have like, I normally wake up in the morning and I have my prayer time, but sometimes I get on Instagram right away. Right. Cause I'm human. And then sometimes my my Instagram 30 minutes is done before it's even 8 a.m., right? <laughs> so I'm like, dang it. I, I need to see this recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know what's going on. Um, and so I do the 30 minutes there. And then um, when it comes to do not disturb, it is like my phone goes on do not disturb. And like call me twice. It won't even go through. I have I took that setting off real quick. Um, so 9 p.m. and then to 7 a.m. There's you cannot get a hold of me. There's a few people on my favorites list that are able to get through if it's an emergency. But other than that, like whatever it is, it can wait. And um, meetings or hanging out with friends. Sometimes when I'm just hanging out with my kids, I'll put my phone on do not disturb because I want to, you know, I think Dr. Seuss was the one who said it. Wherever you're at, be all there, mm. you know? Yeah, no, that's so good. I, it's it's really hard because it truly has felt like another extension of us. It feels like it's my hand if I I don't really go anywhere without my phone, right. uh, including to the bathroom sometimes. You know, super honest. Um, but it's hard because I do think we think, well, I'm laying down, I'm scrolling Instagram or I'm scrolling whatever, and so that's no time at all. But it can be draining. It also can really um, trigger. Like I noticed when I was going through a time of like insecurity. So like I'd scroll through, see all these posts and I'm like, this is not healthy. Like I'm getting a visceral response to this. Like I'm absolutely. Why does this woman look so good? Why does she have so many followers? Like why is she cooking for her kids tonight? And we went to Chick-fil-A again, like all these different things. And it was just like important for me to finally be like, okay, this is not like a healthy thing for me. If it's fun, like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I want to see what's going on at, you know, what meals people are making and like all those good things. Like if you can, because yeah. I would never say like, don't do it at all. I just can't imagine it's even practical anymore in our lifestyle. But it is like, even if you're laying down on the couch scrolling, it can be draining you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so and that's what people, when it comes to like addiction, I know this is like hard left, but- yeah it's so easy to become addicted to it. Oh, yeah. And what, what happens to us is it's like, if you get to the point where you have this uncontrollable need, like one thing that I did one time was when I realized that I was on Instagram too much, right? And it was actually a 21 day of prayer and fasting. And so I decided I'm going to fast Instagram. Let's see what happens. And so I did. And then I, I, at red lights in my car, I would pick up my phone and I, without even thinking, click on Instagram 
And it's just like, oh, I've got a problem. Like this is, this is out of control. And I think that's what a lot of us do because what it's doing is just like any other addiction, it's meeting a need that we have, but it's only temporary because it's not God. That's so It'll meet that need for just a millisecond, just a moment, maybe a little bit longer. But then as soon as it's done, it's, we're still empty. Wow. You know? And like you said, when you, when you get on Instagram, it's just that comparison trap. Mm. It's, it's so easy because we, I mean, everybody knows this. It's only the highlight reels. We never post pictures of when we're on the floor crying and crying out to God, you know? And yeah. so it's challenging to think that those people aren't going through stuff too. So. Yeah, no, I, I love that. You know, what, it, I think. Maybe it's generational. So I'm 40. How old are you, Jenny? I'm actually May 5th. I'm going to be 40 as well. So Welcome, girl. Let's go. I got to say, I have nothing but love for it so far. So, so far, so good. I give it a good review. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, but I think our generation, so we're millennials. um, So I think the idea was like that hustle you mentioned at the beginning. Like you work hard, you have worth. And that really messes with us, even as kids. Like, what are we taught from the beginning? It's like, if you do good in school, you get a star on the chart or you get recess or the treasure box or however you do it. And like some of that's okay. Like, hey, work hard, have good grades, yada, yada. But it's so easy then to immediately and accidentally tie together my worth with my work. And that's, I think, part of what is the problem is as millennials, we were taught like, then outwork the guy next to you. You know, make sure you're working harder because if you want it, you're going to work towards it. And like, I think that's great, but also I think it did a number on us where it came to rest because rest felt like something I needed to feel guilt over. And if I was resting, I was thinking like, well, I'm not accomplishing, then where is my value? And that's pretty twisted. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that from the generation that our parents come from, that's what they had to do. And so they did their best to instill that in us, but we've kind of taken a weird turn with it and just gotten to the point where what we took it and what we did with it is we put our identities in it. Mm-hmm. So our identities are not no longer in who we are, like in Christ. Our identities are in the things that we're doing vocationally. And I mean, girl, even if you're in ministry, that's not healthy. Yeah. Because if I put my identity in ministry and I have a failure or I mess up, then that dictate or or the opposite could also be just as bad. If I start succeeding in ministry, right. I'm giving myself the credit and not God. You and I have both. <laughs> yeah, but we we have to get our ourselves out of it. Our identity is in Christ. Like he is our creator. And so I can that's the beauty of him. I can screw up how many times over and over again and his love for me doesn't change. His grace abounds, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that actually reminds me of a sermon that you preached one time forever ago, grace and you were like grace upon grace upon grace mm-hmm. upon grace. I don't know if you remember that or not, but it really impacted my life because oh. That's so sweet. I did not tell her to say this, guys. <laughs> no, she did not. She did not. But it did. But I, I, I always go back to that sermon whenever I am really struggling because I have to remind myself, like, I get his grace over and over again. And I have to sit into that space instead of thinking that whatever I'm doing vocationally is who I am. That's not who I am. I'm a child of the king. Yeah. And that's who I am. And so, you know, it makes a huge difference. I love that. What does it look like? when you feel like you really are getting it right and living in rest for you, what does that look like? What is the sort of fruit of that? 
So the challenge too, is there's almost like a hustle in trying to get that right. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I did it. I won. I rested. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, like even my week this week, it's been nuts. Um, my fiance's moved into the house this week. I mean, wait, it's Tuesday. So it's been nuts already. My fiance's moved into the house already um, this weekend. And then my grandfather has been in the hospital. And so it's been crazy. But what rest looks like for me is I'm excited for this Saturday because I'm just going to slow down from all the craziness. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I think what makes me reminds me that I'm doing it right is just taking that time to reflect and have my Sabbath and resting. Um, There's something to say about just finding peace in that. It's like, I've got this to do. I've got this to do. Well, it's my Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I can't feel guilty either because the Lord is calling me to do this. And so, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a nap today. And it's like, that there's holiness in the I cannot feel guilty. Yeah, the naps are holy. You you heard it here, folks. That's right. That's right. God said to rest. If if it took him only six days, what makes me think, right? right that right. I need to take Seth. Come on now. So I think the way I know that I'm getting it right is when I'm actually practicing my Sabbath time. For me, I notice I'm less snappish. I feel like oh, yeah. if I'm stretched. I can become what I call the momster, which is like my kids are getting <laughs> snapped at. And it's like, they didn't do anything, but they just get the brunt of it. You know, not yeah. like anything bad, but just like, da, 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 I told you this, you know, like really cranky. And I'm like, I don't want that to be how my kids think of me when they yes. think of mom. And like, I can tell when I'm kind of lashing out that way. It's like, okay, have do I need to take a break? You know, like, like the, uh, what is the commercial? Like eat a Snickers or whatever, you know, <laughs> not condoning that. I'm just saying, yes. but you know, like, what is it? What is it? Do you need that time out? Do you need that rest? And, you know, as we kind of close out today, what would you give as maybe a couple spiritual, a couple practical ways that if somebody's looking at this going, this is an area I've failed, that they could maybe start to implement this in their lives? Uh, well, first of all, I would say like any tells that you need to give have, have more rest, maybe do a Sabbath would be that snapping or any kind of stress. I mean, this is just, this is biblical. This is biblical, you know? Um, I would first encourage somebody like get in God's word, spend time in prayer. If you can every morning, um, I also really hold tight to a, a, a verse in Isaiah that talked about that he will give, uh, he has extra grace for the, the, the ones with little ones, the sheep who are have little ones. I'm like, oh, that's my verse. I think it's 5311 or something like that. Wow. Um, but it, I hold fast to that so often. Um, prayer time, getting in God's word, hearing what he says, taking time to rest. And then I think practically, um, it's just figuring out your schedule to make it happen. So like, not everybody's going to be able to do sundown Friday, right? Y- your job, you might work on Saturday. And so I would say just start small. Do like a five-hour stretch where you can do no work, don't get on social media, and just rest. If that means in the beginning you're just napping because your body's so exhausted from the hustle, then just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, take a walk, you know? Just get outside is a huge one. Yeah. I mean, we work so hard for getting the things we want in life, but then sometimes I think we really lack enjoying it. We uh-huh. lack enjoying God's creation, what he's blessed us with. So take time to do that, you know? Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. You know, if you ever are uh, listen for our listeners, I feel like that's something you're struggling with. Start small. I think Jenny said it perfectly. I I have been lately challenging myself on that, and she, as somebody who works in counseling, could probably uh, adhere to this. But 
even just um, everything that's been going on in my personal life. My dad's been ill. I haven't even felt like there's been times when I go, have I grieved? Have I been sad? Mm -hmm. And if, Even if it's like set a 10 minute timer, be sad. You know, I just yeah. literally have been saying things like that. So what if you did something similar with rest? What if you said, um, you know, in our house, for example, Friday night pizza night is kind of sacred. And we, I get very upset if something comes up on Friday night or I turn things down. Comes, I'm like, well, it's Friday night pizza night, you know. But um, even if you start small with pizza night or like Jenny said, a nap and not feeling the guilt because there's not guilt in that. In fact, it's the opposite. It's the world that tells us work, work, work to prove yourself. And the Lord says, my yoke is easy. My burdens is light. Come to me and find rest. And not only that, but like you said, commands us to rest. If he yeah. thought it was important to tell us not to murder in the Ten Commandments, but just as much told us, do not, you know, forsake the Sabbath, then Sorry. my goodness, we better sit up and listen, I would say. <laughs> well, and always, you can find out more if you need more. We can give you resources. So never forget, you could hit us up. Jenny, where can they find you online? You can find me on Instagram, JennyBoss.co. And that is also my website, JennyBoss.co. Perfect. Jenny, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a pleasure. I feel like we could probably have talked a lot more, so I guess we'll have to have you back. Yes, absolutely. This I want to hear the dog trauma stories. Yes, I'll bring that back for you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, friends, for listening, and we'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Well, that's it for this week's episode. My special thanks goes out to Jenny Boss for being my guest today. As always, you can find more of us on Instagram at Known Ladies. And never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next time.